Hello and welcome to another edition of Truth and Rhythm, brought to you by Funkinsliff.net. This is the interview show that gets deep in the pocket with contemporary music's foremost masters of the groove. I'm your host, Scott Dr. Jake Skolfine, musicologist and author of Everything's on the One, the first guy to funk. If you don't have your copy, get on over to Amazon and pick one up. You'll be so glad you did. Whether you're watching the video version of this at Funkinstuff.net or on YouTube or listening to the audio-only podcast version from providers like iTunes and Spotify. As always, I thank you so much for your continued interest and support in the show. Speaking of which, if you haven't already done so, subscribe to the Funkin' Stuff channel on YouTube. That's where Truth and Rhythm lives. All kinds of goodies you'll get uh, early premieres, and it's all free, so make sure you sign up. Tell a friend, tell family. Also get your official Truth and Rhythm and Funkin' Stuff gear at the FunkinStuff.net store. Cool stuff like I'm wearing right here, Truth and Rhythm shirts, Show your support and love of the show and also the musicians and the music that they represent. Um, also want to give a shout out to the Funk Exhibition Center and Hall of Fame in Dayton, Ohio, of which I'm very proud to be an official Funk Ambassador. Go to thefunkcenter.org to learn more and keep the funk alive. And now, with all that, it's time to get on with the show. Enjoy. I am pleased to welcome to the Truth and Rhythm Mothership, Harry Williams, Charles McCormick, and Donald Brown, original yeah. and current members of the legendary soul group Bloodstone. Hey, hey, hey. First capturing, hey. <laughs> First capturing the ears, hearts, and souls of America in 1973 with the Stone Classic Natural High, an album of the same name, Bloodstone would go on to deliver 10 more albums by 1984, while charting a total of nine top 25 R&B hits, with five of those going top 10. Some of those were Never Let You Go, Outside Woman, Do You Want to Do a Thing, We Go yeah. a Long Way Back, and right. Go On and Cry. Yes, indeed. The current lineup has continued to perform and thrill audiences right up until the pandemic sideline all live performing. Gentlemen, I'm deeply honored to have you on the show. Welcome. It's our pleasure to be on. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Yeah, Thank you for having us. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, this is exciting uh, as well because you're all coming to us uh, from different locations. So uh, why don't you all tell us where you're coming from today. Let's start with uh, Harry. Where are you at? I'm in Kansas City, Missouri. Woo-hoo! Yeah. <laughs> and uh, originally from there as well or? Yeah, we're all from Kansas City, yeah. All from Kansas yeah. City. That's our hometown, yeah. Yeah. And, and Charles, where are you at today? I'm in Los Angeles, California, but I'm originally from Kansas City, yeah. 
and Donald's in Las Vegas. We were talking a little earlier. Yeah. I'm in Las Vegas. Yep. Kansas City's always home, though. So we got two on the same time zone anyway, but uh, no, one's, <laughs> no one's on mine. So collectively, we're representing all three time zones. That's pretty cool. There you go. There you go. Alrighty, already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So True that. You guys, uh, it's it's so good to see you. You know, in this crazy year we're having. Uh, how you holding up uh, physically, psychologically? Doing okay in this crazy 2020? So far, so good. Can't complain. Yeah. Staying out. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm I'm doing okay. I'm watching a lot of TV. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one thing we can remember. One thing we want to remember it could always be worse than what it is now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nothing new under the sun. There it is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's jump right into it, guys. Um, let's go uh, way back and talk about, you know, how each of you uh, got into singing. You know, what, what gave you the bug to pursue this as, as a life's calling? So why don't we start with uh, Harry and then I'll work our way around. So. Okay. Well, believe it or not, I started in, in junior high school. And... Uh, what had happened with that situation, I the one that put the group together. And uh, and the reason that I did put a group together, uh, these guys that I was going to school with, they had a singing group. <laughs> so I wanted to be in their singing group, you know, and they told me, said, well, no, Harry, we don't have any room for you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, okay then, partner. I said, that'll work for me. So what I did, I put a put a group together, and uh, I think uh, it was four of us at the time. It was uh, Roger Dern, Michael Woods, and Sonny Shankers. So, but anyway, I put the group together. So I hooked these guys up. So we started singing and rehearsing and what have you. But where I was with it, if they didn't rehearse, I would put them out. <laughs> so, so, so what had happened? Uh, as we went along, I ran into Charles McCormick and uh, Charles Love, yep. and I asked the uh, the two of them. Well, I asked Charles McCormick. I said, "Hey, man," I said, uh, "I need a tenor," you know. So Mac, believe it or not, was singing bass. I sure and, was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and when I heard him sing tenor, I said. Oh no, man! No, you can't do that. I said, no. yeah, I said, you got to, you got to be a lead singer. You have to leave that so, bass alone. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, he got his friend at the time, which was Charles Love, and they had a little group also. So Charles Love came on in, and I had Mac in, and uh, so what had happened? I ran into uh, Willis Draffin. Mm-hmm. which was a guitar player. Yeah, he played guitar, yeah. Yeah, so at that time, we were self-contained. Willis, uh, Willis Draffin played guitar. Charles McCormick played bass. I played bass, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, Charles Love played rhythm guitar. So, and I played percussion. So, man, we, we hooked it all up and what have you, you know, and uh, we played around Kansas City, and we left Kansas City. And, uh, and 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 went to California. You know, that's, that started so, the whole thing. Yeah, that's it. Really did. So we've been we've been stroking ever since. You know, 
what, about what year was that 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 you kind of came together like that? Oh, that was in nineteen sixty. About nineteen sixty-two or sixty-three. Two, yeah, yeah, I think it was two. Uh huh. Yeah. And you guys were weren't you guys a bit unusual at the time? You know, being self-contained like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was a band, yeah. singing yeah. band. Yeah, we were we were singing and playing, baby. You know, we had we were, we was cooking and smoking. <laughs> you know, I, I remember one one of the one of the best things I remember when when we got first got started. Harry was playing the drums, and we was playing Midnight Hours. Remember, I gotta wait to the wit mid Midnight Hours. And Harry uh-huh. was playing the drummers and playing the drums and singing. Oh, we yeah. had so much fun. We had so much fun. Yeah. So that's how that's how pretty much we uh, first hooked it up. Uh huh. Started in school, believe it or not. Yeah. And, and who who are some of your uh, biggest influences and in musical heroes at that time? The Temptations, all the Temps. Oh, oh yes. Yep, Eddie Kendricks yeah. and the Temps. That's all we thought. That's all we sang, <laughs> matter of fact, most of the time. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Doom, doom, doom. 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 Doom, 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 Oh, we had... That's it. But it was so funny, though, because Matt could sound just like Eddie Kendricks, you know? And we used to play clubs. And that was before we, you know, started recording and what have you. And, man, we used to pack clubs every weekend, you know, because we used to play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You know, and we used to have the club packed, boy. I mean, we, we did. And uh, we left uh, we left out of Kansas City and uh, went to L.A. And at that time, the name of the group was the Sincere's. That's it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we left we left out of uh, Kansas City and went to L.A. and we started playing a little club in uh, in in California called uh, the Patrick Payton Place. Patrick's Payton Place. That's right. Yeah, and we used to have it packed every night, you know. But we had a great time, man. I mean, we really, really did. Yes, you know? we did. Yeah, great time. Did, did you guys work a lot on uh, choreography and things like that? Or how did you come up with your stage act? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you another thing. <laughs> we, we, didn't, we didn't do too much dancing. You know, where, where we uh, uh, got over at was singing. You know, that was our thing was singing. But no, nah, we, we had a, a few things there because uh, we wanted to do a little choreography. And at that time, we had a, a a young man in the group by the name of Roger Durham. Mm-hmm. So we had a little thing going on. So Roger, I never will forget, Roger was turning and and I was supposed to catch him. But uh, <laughs> this, this, this particular time, he Things didn't work out. Things didn't work out too good. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it didn't work out too good because in the room where we were playing, where we was rehearsing, it was a glass window. Oh. And he just and he just did miss the glass window, boy. <laughs> and you know, and I and I was called a bunch of names, believe it or not. So so that was the end of the choreography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Willis Draffin, his mom had a had a room in the back where we used to rehearse. That was our rehearsal hall. Right. And uh it was we had so much fun back there, man, it was just pitiful. Yeah. 
So how long about were you guys, you know, playing the clubs and doing all that until you got a record deal? Mm -hmm. It was a couple of years. Yeah, it was. Uh-huh. Because we, uh, like I was telling you about this club in, uh, in Los Angeles, uh, what had happened, you know, we were, uh, uh, we went out there and got, you know, we got, got pretty popular, you know. So what had happened, this guy that was working in a studio there in California, so he had a friend, you know, uh, that, you know, liked to go out and what have you. So the guy that was working in, in, uh, in the studio, he told his friend, he said, hey, man, he said, uh, I got to take you to this club, man. He yeah. said, you got, to hit, you got to hear these guys sing, man. He said, he said, they from Kansas City, and he said, they are bad. So anyway, he brought his partner down there. So his partner, you know, he really did like the group. But uh, anyway, his partner his partner had told him, said, Dag, man, said, are they recording? So uh, the deuce told him, said, no, no, nah, they're not recording. He said, man, I sure would like to record them. So anyway, that's how... We really and truthfully, we went to London, England, because he's, he had signed us up to be our manager, and he asked us to go to uh, London, England, you know, to, to do some recording. So that's how pretty much that came about, you know. Yeah. Now, Kansas City, though, I mean, was better known for blues, right, than for soul. Jazz. Jazz. Blues and jazz. Blues yeah. and jazz. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 So what was it like when you, when you guys got to go overseas? It was a different experience. I'm telling you, it was really different. Go ahead, Don. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to no, no, you, you got it. I wasn't over there. <laughs> it, was really a, it was really a different experience because we had never really had a, a recording contract before. We've never been in a studio. We'd been in a studio, but it was always a little, little, little. Yeah. The basement studio. Yeah. yeah. So once we got in the studio and, and really re realized how good we were, how, how well we sound, sounded together, uh, it, it started becoming natural to us. Uh-huh. But, but again, what had happened, too, is when we first went to California, we ran into a, uh, uh, a young man out there. Well, he was young at that time, and we were, too. And name was uh, Paul Gayton. And he that's had right. a, yeah, he had a from a, Chicago. A, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He had a studio, and he asked us. Uh, we was uh, someone had told us about him, so we auditioned for him. So anyway, we went in and recorded this uh, single. And, it was single and, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. It was. It, it was this one. It was this one single record. And what had happened, we was doing real bad when we first went out there, you know, because we didn't know anyone. No food. You know, and in and, and the first place, we didn't have no money. So uh, we signed up. He asked us to sign up to do this record deal. Not an album deal now, but a record deal. That's what they used to do back in the day. It was a record deal, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we signed with this guy. For a bucket of uh, Colonel Sanders chicken. Because <laughs> we was hungry, that's right. Some groceries. Yeah, I mean, we was hungry. And so we was trying to get back to Kansas City. 
So we signed up for a bucket of chicken and uh and a and a ticket back to Kansas City. Ticket back home, that's right. Yeah, wow. sure did, sure did. Yeah, back home, man. So that was our, our first uh little record deal that we had, you know, was with was him. That? Don't waste my time was a song. Yeah, was don't waste it? my time. Didn't Ro- Willis wrote that, didn't he? Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, the record company that he had was what that Pizzazz Records. Pizzazz Records, that's right. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's that's how that came about, you know, because boy, we thought we were really cool. We didn't get, <laughs> we didn't get a single, and we got some chicken and a way back. Say <laughs> <laughs> we made it. We done made it <laughs> big times. That's right. The <laughs> more money, man, because we was out of it. Because when I first landed there in Kansas City, I mean in California, when we first went there, I had $15 in my pocket. I didn't know anyone. I didn't know where I was going to stay. And uh, no round-trip ticket back. But the only thing that I was I was looking at was going to be a rock and roll star. Going to be I a rock and roll star. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be a rock and roll star. So I didn't care about nothing else. And it was so hard, man, you know, when we was out there, because I'll tell you another thing I used to do. I didn't have any money to get any food. So what I would do, I would go in a market, get me a bath, and I'd go over in the, over in the produce department. I'd get me some grapes, you know, and I'd be walking. What I would do, I would walk around and, and put you know, groceries in my basket like I was shopping. The shopping mm-hmm. cart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I would, I would go over in the meat department, I'd get me a, a, a thing of bologna and a loaf of bread, and as I'm pushing the cart, I'm making me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> while he's pushing. <laughs> yeah, while I'm pushing the cart. But anyway, when I got full, I would leave the cart right there in the middle of the floor and walk <laughs> <laughs> he was full then. <laughs> yeah, I was full. Wow. But I would not leave that store until I was full. Yeah. You know. But I never did steal anything, you know. Yeah. You do what you <laughs> gotta do. You, everything you do you everything you got, he put it in his stomach. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. Yeah. Back in the day. So I was definitely back in the day. <laughs> Wait, so when you guys went to um do the first actual album. Did you have a lot of uh, material already, or w- had you been doing mostly covers or mostly original stuff, or what was your repertoire like? We were doing a lot of covers, but we had a few covers. things that we had already done. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. That that we we agreed that was probably good enough to compete with what was going on out there. But like I say, we loved the Temptations and Four Tops, you know, the groups like that. So we always knew those songs. So whenever anybody asks us, do we have anything to sing? We we do one of the top ten, you know. Yeah. And got over like fat rats. Plus, we had a lot of uh, we had quite a bit of material on our own, you know, because at that time, you know, Charles Love was doing a lot of writing. He's doing a lot of writing, yeah. And you were doing a lot of writing, you know, and I was doing a little bit, you know. But we all was writing. Yeah. You know, so most of the things that we did record were our songs. You matter of fact, yeah. I was blessed. I was blessed enough. God had blessed me enough. I wrote "Natural High," and it <laughs> turned out to be one of the best songs we've, we've done so far. Uh huh. Yeah. That well, that first album in '72, right? Um, 
was real psychedelic soul kind of yes it was yes it was yeah yeah so it was right in there with the uh like undisputed truth and uh what the temps were doing with what norman whitfield and that kind of yeah. stuff right? that's right that's right that's right yeah at, and at, and at, and during that time we had an english uh 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 bloke that was uh that's what we, that's what they called each other bloke yeah bloke. Bloke. <laughs> so, that was doing our our, our, our stuff equipment, you know our equipment yeah 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 was producing us which was uh uh mike vernon you know so he would he, he was doing a lot of stuff over there in england so we came up on him you know and he wanted to uh record us so that's how we came about with him you know to uh, do natural high yeah well, I just want to mention that first album. That was an epic version of Little Green Apples. That was uh, something else that you guys did with that song. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, Little Green Apples was one of our favorites. And and every yeah, time we go somewhere, first thing people ask us, sing Little Green Apples, sing Little Green Apples. So that's what we do. Yeah. When we went to Germany, that was one of the biggest requests. It really little was. Little Green yeah. Apples. They said, oh, do the Little Green Apples. Do the Little Green Apples. So Hag would would scratch his head and, and figure out the words and and, and, <laughs> and we'd rock and roll with it. We'd rock and roll with it. Big, big in Germany. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was big. It was big here in the states. You know. Mm -hmm. because, uh, uh, the first guy uh, who was that? I think it was O. C. Smith. Mm -hmm. O. C. Smith was the one that broke yeah. the song. And so, and I took it, you know, and just put my flavor to it. And everyone really did like, it, you know? yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. how it came about with that song, yeah. Yeah, you definitely turned that song out. Um, you still do it. <laughs> you do it that to that extent when you do it live, where you stretch it out like that. I, we did. I, we did uh, for a long time, but then then we start, started getting some more records together. But that was one of our biggest and one of our most favorite that people love to hear sing. Yeah, it did. It really did. You know, um, I can remember. I can remember uh, when we went to Germany. Uh, the the people that we were playing for in the venue, they came up with a set list for us. We already had what we were what we were going to do over there, and Little oh, Green yeah, Apples was sure one of those did. songs. We ended up getting <laughs> with our music director, Hans Powell, in the hotel with a piano, and right. uh, uh, just kind of revamping those songs and putting them all together. And, sure and it did. came out. It came out like a. Excellent. Like, uh, yeah. New money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was one of them. Little Green Apple. Yeah, they, they, they wouldn't let us out of there if we didn't do that song. Mm -mm. That's right. Sure wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, they loved that over there in Germany. Boy, whoa. How long, ago was, those, How long ago was that in Germany? Uh, 70, 75, 74. No, 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 no. No, no. This had to be in 80. In the 80s. Uh -huh. In the 80s, was the 80s? Yeah. okay, okay, sure yeah. it was. Because we did that uh -huh. twice. We went twice over there. I remember mm -hmm. when when uh, when when Harry hit that uh, that little green apples that first couple of measures. Them cats bum rushed the stage, man. <laughs> That's all, all he had, all he had to do was somewhere. say, "Oh, I wake up in the morning." That was it. was over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they started rushing the stage, popping That's up right. on the stage, and security was trying to get them and he was trying to sing i said whoa whoa <laughs> they me, like this <laughs> that yeah. i also like uh, this thing is heavy on that one and you guys you better get that, ready right? this thing is heavy yeah i wrote that mm -hmm. thank you yeah sure did uh, yeah yeah you wrote that man yeah mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so you yeah. came out you came out of the gate pretty rock and rolling and funky and and that kind of thing, but then you really blew up with the ballad um, on the next record, Natural High. Oh yeah. So. Well, well, like I say again, you know, we was pretty much a ballad group. You know, we we always uh, pretty much like the. You know what I'm saying? It, it the slow songs and the love songs. Cause that was what you know most of that the ladies would like. You know. The oh love. yeah. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, we 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 would pull a lot of ladies uh, to our concert, <laughs> and, and and that was before we started uh, 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 recording. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because most of the clubs that we worked at, they would have what you call lady night. So the ladies would get in free. Oh, yeah. And so you know where the ladies go, the men is going to come. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't no problem with that, man. But we, we used to have uh, the club we played at, uh, what I, I told you about Patrick Payton Place down, uh -huh. is that they had, they had a long bench over on the side of the stage. And it was <laughs> at the stage. So all the girls would sit on that would bench. Sit, would sit over <laughs> in this bench. So the club owners would come and say, now, now who, who woman is that? You know, and we used to say, that's none of your business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but we did. We, we pulled yeah. a lot of ladies, you know. Well, a lot that, of ladies. That sounds better than a bucket of chicken. <laughs> yes, it does. For uh, well, sure, that's true. That hey, Scott, true. Scott, don't let him fool you for a minute, though. Cause, cause Harry Williams still think he a rock and roller. He still said, "Let's go play some rock and roll." <laughs> he still right. that even though the ballads was the was the big door opener. That rock and roll, it still had that that funky rock and roll thing going on. That's well, and to oh, this yeah. day, it's still that way. Absolutely, yeah. that's one of the things that makes uh, Bloodstone so great is having you know some of that edge also to the mix. Um, that's very yeah. true. Mm -hmm. did, did, how did you guys feel about Natural High when you first started? You know, rehearsing <laughs> and working on it. Uh, did Did you feel it was going to be a, a big hit? When well, I first truth. wrote that song, the group did not like it. Tell the truth. No. Jane didn't, the devil. didn't like it at all. So, <laughs> so I said, man, we can do better than this. Natural high is one thing, but, but we, we can do better than this. And the next thing we knew, the radio stations were playing the heck out of it. Oh, yeah. So, so we just rolled along with it. Uh-huh. But no, but, but and, and, and truthfully, at that time, you know, uh, when that song did come out, you know, at we uh, the group was Bloodstone. Mm -hmm. So yeah. everyone thought we was from London, England. Yeah. So they thought we was so, a, a white group from London, England. They sure did. They sure did. Yeah, yeah, we they stepped out on that stage, and everybody said, "What the heck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> this is not the group." <laughs> oh yeah. They're a lot monsters. of <laughs> A lot of would say, "Oh man, they black." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they thought yeah. we was a thought we was a British white 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 British group. They sure did. They sure well, did. Yeah. Uh, Cause you know it was the Rolling Stone, Rolling you know. Stone, uh -huh. and then Blood and Bloodstone. They saw they now, must now be a white Blood. group. Is another rock group, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, we tricked them though. <laughs> we, we, hey, we tricked the radio stations also, you know, because it was always hard to get on the radio stations. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, so they thought, like I said, we was a British group. So 
they played the record right off. You know, it wasn't no problem. Played the heck out of it. Yes, sure it is. Yeah. So when they caught on, <laughs> it was already gold. <laughs> it was too late then. It was too late to stop your run runaway train mm -hmm. at that point. That's right. It sure was. Yeah, it was too Left late. Uh-uh. That that uh, that record, um, Natural High, though, also uh, was such a hit album. Um, and um, Who Has the Last Laugh is another great ballad. Charles McCormick. Yep. That you him. had to prove it right in that, too, yeah. Mm -hmm. How did... Was it your manager or you guys that kind of started coming up with, like, the image you wanted to portray? Like, on that album cover, for example, you had the old fancy car and some of these kinds of concepts? Yeah, we had some pretty nice managers when we first started. George and Ron, they, they were pretty cool. They came up with the car and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, it, it worked out real. It worked out real. Hey, boy, they 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 were out there. You know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I mean, way out there. Because uh, uh, what had happened, we, when we finished with that, I don't know if the next uh, album was Unreal or what. But uh, they yep. said... Uh, one of the managers, we went up to their house. So he had a big pool, Donald. Mm -hmm. And he said, uh, let's just get naked and, 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 and put it on the album cover. Sure did. So, so believe it or not, we took the pictures and sent it to the record company and they had lost our mind. They said, oh, hell no. <laughs> You know, over over our private parts, we had like little leaves and things over <laughs> over, over the private parts, man. We sent those new pictures into the record company, boy, and they did. They went out of them. Yeah, they thought we was all crazy. They thought we was yeah, all crazy. Yeah. You, you so, know, I, I think about that. Uh, when you talk about uh, album covers, uh, that album where you guys were on the horses, that's the one that really gills me, boy. Unreal, that, yeah. Yeah, that Unreal album where they were on, on horseback. They were riding, had the riding gear on and the little hats and the boots and things like that. Boy, there's stories behind that album that's Unreal. <laughs> I, 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 jumped, I jumped on the horse. <laughs> and the horse decided he was ready to run. I had never ridden a horse before in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so I grabbed the horse around the neck real tight. And, and Harris said, look at Mac ride. I said, no, you... <laughs> And, they thought hey, I was really riding. I was scared to death. And and how that whole situation came about, I never been on a horse. So <laughs> they uh, they had uh, what they call uh, the the English saddles, mm -hmm. you know. And they are real small. You understand? Yeah, sure was. Yeah. So before we uh, started taking the pictures, they said, "Harry, this is your horse." So anyway, I put. I put my uh, my foot up in the stirrup, so when I first put my foot up in the stirrup, the saddle turned sideways on the horse. <laughs> so that was a big chuckle chuckle there, you know what I'm saying? So when I got on the horse, we were uh, we was in the barn. So right outside of the barn there, where we were, it was a uh, freeway. So I get on my horse, and they leaves my horse outside. So my horse started galloping, you know, and it was galloping towards the freeway. Straight towards so, it. Straight towards it. 
yeah, so I'm pulling back on the rain saying, whoa, you know, the horse is still galloping. I'm pulling back on the range again. The horse is still galloping. <laughs> whoa. So, so someone, someone looked out the barn and said, because they said, where's Harry? You know, and they look out there and say, that Harry going up on the freeway. Going, to, so, going straight to the freeway. Yeah, so one of the men, they came and got the horse. And led the horse back on the, you know, the little riding trail mm-hmm. that we was on, you know, that we rode on. But uh, anyway, I get up on my horse. So my horse uh, uh, throw me. I slide <laughs> down. And uh, I didn't have no underwear on. So I busted my pain. <laughs> now here I am out there, you know, with this horse. Cause I didn't got off of this, you know. They didn't. The horse didn't threw me, so I'm on the ground. So wow. I got the, I got the horse around the rain. So I'm slapping the horse in the mouth, you know. So anyway, I'm out there <laughs> with my pants busted out in the back. So that's what happened to Mac. Mac started laughing at me, so his horse <laughs> took off for the bun. So Mac had the horse around his neck like he was hugging the horse. <laughs> so that uh, uh, on the cover of the uh, of the album, mm-hmm. that's why me and Mac is on the ground. Yeah, because we did, we did not get back on those horses. Yeah, Love and Willis you know? got up on the horses. Yeah, they stayed on the horses. Mm-hmm. Me and me and Harris said, "No, we ain't getting back in pair no more." Yeah, yeah. Wow. Hey, Scott, <laughs> Scott, you see what I'm saying about some of those those things that you experienced while you're out there on the road? You would have never yeah. imagined that it was a story like that behind that album cover. Because the album cover came out excellent. They look good. Mac yeah. and Harry standing there holding their horses. Love and Willis up on the horses. Yeah. And, 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 and how that came to be. You know, that's, yeah. that's, that's, well, writers can't write that kind of stuff. No, you can't. can't. You really it. can't. You really can't. <laughs> Yeah, well, glad you survived it. None of us will be looking at it, looking at that the I same again. <laughs> I bet you're not as happy as we are. <laughs> For real. Wow. So that was like a, a psychedelic kind of cover anyway with the rainbow and all. Right. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was. Yeah. Um, and you had you had Outside Woman on there, another big hit for you guys. Right. Because you're the Outside Woman, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... So at this point, you guys are, I'm sure, headlining, you know, significant oh, yeah. places and, you know, living the life at this point, right? You're just a couple years removed, really, from that those uh, clubs, but you're hitting big venues now, I'm sure. How, how was life treating you at that point? Treating us real good. It really was. Uh, we were surprised that we were doing so well. But uh, yeah. it was it was really good that uh, we were so close that uh, nobody could really pull us apart. But a lot of people tried to, but we just know, no, we're bloodstone. We're going to always be together, always. Uh-huh. And and not on and not only that, you know, things was uh, so successful for us. You know, we did a we did a movie. You know, so when we did that movie, man, she, hey boy, we was out there. Everything I mean, we, everything went straight up. Oh yeah, we were hey, we was floating on cloud nine there, baby. And this was this was before MTV and videos and all that kind of thing. Uh huh. Yeah. How, how did how did the movie get off the ground? Uh, someone brought you the concept, or how did it come to be? Well, we had met these two guys, George, George and Ron. Ron. They were our managers. 
and they came up with the idea of let's make a movie and let's go to well, London and make a movie. Which, uh, what? Well, go to London? <laughs> well, pretty much what had happened with that, uh, one of the guys that was managing us, which was uh, 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 George, George, George Hammond, I mean George Bronstein, mm -hmm. he uh, had a friend that was in the Israel Army. Israeli so, Army, yeah. Yeah, so he wrote this script while he was in the Israel Army. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 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 man. And, and you know, and turned it over to us. He wanted us to do the movie. And so that's pretty much how that came about. Yeah, you know? sure was. Yeah, yeah. Performed all of the music too, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did all the music, all the music. Uh huh. We're, we're talking train about ride, uh, train, train, ride. train ride to Hollywood mm -hmm. was was the name of it. Yes. Yeah. Said, yeah. Uh, and, and it was like very old timey, right? That was kind of the thing with it. Yeah, we took it back. We, yeah, we, that was the whole idea: take it back and let the people, you know, like a dream or something, you know. Fifty. Well, it, it's you know pretty much you know as us leaving Kansas City going to uh, L.A. You know, and we went on a train, and we didn't have any money, so we had to pay conductors. You know, we stole uh, conductor uniforms and what have you, and that's how we stayed on the train. Because we didn't have any money, you know. And we they, thought we were, they thought yeah. we were the actual conductors, so they let, let us ride the uh -huh. train all the yeah. way to Hollywood. Full-length movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. 75 is when that came out, so... You know, how, how did it turn out and, and how was it received with, you know, what you guys were hoping for? It turned out well. It did. It really did. Uh, yeah, we, weren't it, we weren't expecting it to go that well, but it, it went well. It really did. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tom Laughlin, uh, the guy that used to play Billy Jack. Oh, yeah. You remember back in the day? Yep. Yeah, he saw us. He's the one that bought the movie. You know, and uh, what had happened there, <laughs> there with that situation, you know, we had a little problem with it because he didn't want to pay all of his monies. <laughs> and uh, so we had a had a problem there, you know, on the money side with the movie, you know, but the movie went over very well, you know, with the uh, with the people, you know, it sure did. Uh huh. And then the. Uh Lullaby of Broadway was sort of like a companion to that in a way, or was that the idea musically? Well, we always, when we were coming along, we always loved those songs. Come on along and listen to the Lullaby of Broadway. So we decided to go ahead and do a whole album of those, and we did, and it was very successful. Very successful. Mm -hmm. That was always Charles Love, baby, that we don't do enough standards. We need to do those standards. Yeah. That was him. That was him. It mm -hmm. sure was. Mm -hmm. Well, that really, I think, showed you guys were pushing the envelope, <laughs> you know, because it was so different from what you had done up until then. So, oh, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was it was that type of movie, you know, because it was the old uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, old stylish or uh, whatever you call nostalgic. it, nostalgic, nostalgic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. why you know we ran into W. C. Fields and all of those. <laughs> On the mo in the movie, so that's why we did all of those those songs, you know, because we did what's that, uh, yakety yak, you know, don't, don't talk back, about. yeah, don't talk back, you know, all of those old songs, yeah. But it was it, it was it was a great movie. It was a lot of fun doing it too. 
Yeah, they worked the heck out of me, boy, because I, I had tap dancing lessons. <laughs> boy, and, and that was rough. Because I, I coach our coach used to say, I said, he I used to sit over on the side. He said, uh, Harry, come and do this part while you uh uh, uh while you rested. You know, I said, I said, I can't give me a little time, give me five. He said, You have had ten. So I, I had to work, man. I really, really did, you know. But I did learn a lot from him, you know. I can't think but of he, his name, doggone it. Uh, no, I can't. Stan, something wouldn't it stand? Stan, something. I don't know, I don't know that. Oh, either. but that, that old man could dance, boy. I mean, he could really dance. He was a friend. He was a friend of Freddie Stare, though. Freddie Stare, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, he was a uh, his friend, one of his friends. Uh huh. His best friends, yeah. Yeah. But he was he was a great guy. Real did, great. Did you guys do uh, shows exclusively exclusively featuring those covers and older tunes, or did you integrate some of that into you know your new music? No, we didn't. We, believe it or not, we didn't do it. Uh-uh. We sure didn't. No. Nah. We just you know, stuck with regular R&B. You know what? There, there is one that's uh, is out there in the archives. It's called You Walked Into My Life. And it's uh, it's based out of that Kansas City jazz kind of situation yeah. with the big band, with the yeah, big band sure sound yeah. to it. So that's out there, too, you know. So... It, it, the things that 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 uh that were established back in those days, they're still they're still prevalent, and we're still pushing with it. We're still pushing with it. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. 